three, two, one. Okay, so we are following up from the first podcast on books uh, that Janet recommends. Uh, we did French in the first one. I'll, I'll have I'll put links there if you want to go see the first one of the series for French books in the classroom. Uh, I'll also put a link below to subscribe to the channel. So if you want to subscribe to the podcast, there's plenty more interesting ones to come in the coming months. Um, and yes, yeah, so if you want to subscribe to the channel, there will be an RSS feed underneath. You can also follow us on iTunes on podcasts. You should be able to find us by searching Primary Languages Network podcast. Or you can follow us on Podbean as well, which is where this is being streamed off. So if you were to search on podbean.com, you can download the app or you can listen to us on your computer screens. So welcome back, Janet. Thanks very much. Well, Will, I just listened to all that information. That is an incredible amount of information you keep in your head. Fascinating. Uh, yeah, welcome back. I wanted to just talk about Spanish books. I've really enjoyed talking about French books and explaining how they could be used alongside our Primary Languages Network ready-made schemes of work and of course there's click to teach, be creative and teach by story and they fit in beautifully. I suppose some of the French books I spoke about, well you can get those in Spanish too. So you can go to Little Linguist and find those books. You can also probably find them on European school books. Um, You can find some of the books I mentioned through brilliant publications and all three of those companies are coming to our conference this year as well. Um, so I'll start first of all with reading books for a reading corner. I mentioned some for French and there are definitely two of the same type of book that I know you can get hold of um, about the little witch I told you about mm-hmm. and in Spanish, pardon my Spanish, her name is Berta. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So there's Hola Berta and there's La Semana de Berta. Yeah, that's my best Spanish. But one's just hello, basic information about the witch and the other is days of the week would fit beautifully really with our year three autumn one getting to know you unit and our um, year three autumn two calendar and celebrations Mm -hmm. and could sit on your reading corner shelves and children could read them for themselves Um, or you could use them with older children so they could revisit very familiar language. There's also another set of books and I've seen these in other languages but I've seen them specifically in Spanish and it's an um, acronym it's e capital e capital l i ellie the ellie books and they are bilingual books and they are actually there to teach english children living in spain how to read in spanish but they're really simple they have lovely pull out pages with lots of um, extended explanations of the storyline two that i think would sit beautifully in a reading corner for older children in spanish if you wanted to stretch them if you want some differentiation would be one about the beach, a la playa, and another one about a pirate. Um, really brilliant, and you'll know that I'm now going in my head to the pirate work we do in year five or um, spring two, round about carnival time, when we look for the pirate's lost treasure, and year five, summer two, when we go to the seaside. Mm-hmm. So I'd be recommending those as reading books. And I also know that brilliant publications do a whole realm of um, Spanish reading books. Okay. Okay. So just buying one at a time, just put them in your reading corner, could be a really useful thing to have. Yeah. Um, I also wanted just to mention that I like books that do things uh, and that come off the page. And I have used, and I know that colleagues have used, brilliant publications. It's a Cinderella puppet show where they're cut out or card characters and there's a little stage and you can retell the story of Cinderella 
in Spanish. The interesting thing with that is, of course, in year five, um, spring one, we look at the verb to be and we practice it with pantomime characters. So again, it's a, a childish book, but with a more mature use of it. Yeah, and it could be a springboard to teachers then making their own little stage with the children and being the pantomime characters and acting pantomime characters out or creating another story, another pantomime story mm. um, that they could perform with cut out characters. Yep, I think anyway that you can um, reinforce the learning of to be in Spanish is important <laughs> because there's two of them and <laughs> it takes a long time it to... Does to really consolidate the learning of both is, is still to this day you don't know exactly which is which sometimes yeah. there's there's definitely some gray area into which is which and when to use which there's obviously some more there's some more obvious ones that it strikes a bit more yeah. obvious but there's certainly ones so what I'm trying to say is it's better to have more opportunities to consolidate learning yeah. and you can learn it through a book and pantomime yeah and, and also don't forget we're still playing at it in primary we're playing at it and therefore it should be fun and it yes. should be memorable. I mean, it should always be fun and it should always be memorable, but it, particularly in primary. So I know, for example, Joanne at Barra Hall would perform this. Yeah. But she'd also use this book really well as in a different way. And because it's one that then becomes 3D and alive, lots of ways to use it. All of these books that are being mentioned will be put on the blog post below or in the description on Podbean. So if you don't feel like you need to write them down whilst listening to them, just try and get a gist of them and, and you can spot find them in the podcast below. What's your next book? Okay, right, I'm going right back to the beginning. So uh, picture books, small picture books actually, but with beautiful graphics. Um, Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler, Scheffler have made these. You can get these definitely from Little Linguist. There's one about numbers, numeros, and there's one about colours, colores just bring very basic vocabulary to life mm -hmm. and if people are using our primary languages network schemes of work they'll know that in year three autumn one there is a focus on number and there is a focus on color and um, i'd highly recommend those um, i've got two books that i adore one both very famous um one written by a really famous author eric carl do you know who eric carl is no he wrote The Hungry Caterpillar. Okay. Yeah. But he wrote this book called Have You Seen My Cat? Now, I've seen this performed by uh, Nigel Pearson on a video clip in German, so you can get this book in German too. And it's called, excuse my Spanish, Has Bista Amigata? Yeah, Has Bista Amigata. Yeah, and it's gato. about Have You Seen My Cat? My yeah. Gato. Gato. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about Have You Seen My Cat? Yeah. Uh, I think it would work really well in year three, spring one. And it's about the children joining in. And the thing with this cat is that they keep finding other animals and they're certainly not the cat they're looking for. Yeah. And at the end, there's lots of cats and you can count them. Very simple, repetitive language. Or a book that actually I remember that you loved, Dear Zoom. You can get this in French, you can get it in Spanish, you can get it in German. This is the, the Spanish version. And because the children know the language already, it is really accessible. Something we've not talked about is getting somebody from the local school community who speaks Spanish to come in and read the storybook for the children. And this may be a book that a mum could come in because she speaks Spanish and read for the children. And because she's already read it in English at some point with children, she'll understand how to bring the children into the story. It could be acted out. Yeah. yeah. It could make fantastic display. It could just be really simple display with Dear Zoo, Have You Seen My... Uh, Dear Zoo... Uh, um, here is my and tiger or lion etc yeah and it could be display 
You could equally have the display of, have you seen my cat with Eric Carle? Have you seen my dog? Have you seen my whatever? And you could have drawings and pictures and display. Really simple, maybe in a sugar paper book. I like that as well because it teaches, even though it's a little, it's maybe a few years ahead, but it's teaching uh, the very basics of past tense and yeah. just to learning about how to use uh, H-A-S and H-E yeah. or as. Uh, so have you seen, have you know, yeah. it's uh, just starting to in- introduce that very basic past tense which I found very useful when I was living in Spain. Yeah. I think the Eric Carle one is interesting as well because of who he is and what he wrote, The Hungry Caterpillar and yeah. do the children speaks know volumes. about the other books yeah. that it speaks, he wrote. Speaks yeah. volumes if it's, that book was a success. That, yeah, um, and then what to do, I then found I was looking at another animal book which just made me smile but actually we actually have written a unit of work around the carnival of animals and you can get the book in French and in Spanish uh, definitely Little Linguist have them. Phenomenal book. Discount code off Little Linguist yeah, as well. Course, yeah. Discount code. Yeah. For PLM members, find yeah. that on the um, on our member dashboard. That's a shameless plug. <laughs> Carry on. It makes me smile. And I've written a blog post about it. So I've written a, um, a blog post from a few years ago on the Carnival of Animals. And there's some beautiful music, some very famous music about the Carnival of Animals. You might have once upon a time when you were at primary school done Peter and the Wolf where you had to listen to the music and guess which animal the music represented. Very similar thing with this. So you could do music and guessing which animals the music represents. You can find Disney clips, YouTube clips of the flamencos dancing yep. to the music of Carnival of Animals. But basically... There's the one what of the bear dancing on the tree the David Attenborough one that everyone loved a few yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Because they, when they scratched the back of the tree they looked like, a dan- they looked like the dancing. So, so you could then build it into a movement and performance and PE as well, so you'd link it through. But the storybook in itself is very simple. And basically, the animals are invited to a carnival. And guess what, world? They're going to wear fancy dress. Okay. So every animal... Animal cruelty, animal cruelty safe. Yeah, every, every animal changes its identity. Yeah. So, for example, I'm making this up, but the dog becomes a mouse. The okay. mouse becomes a whatever. Red Riding Hood gets in the middle of all this mix as well. So it's, it's great fun. Um, it's a big book and you could just read some pages, not all of the pages, or you could read some pages um, over a series of lessons so that okay. you'll get to know more. What's your next book? How many books have we got left? That's it's in year four, spring two. Um, we've nearly done all my books now, really. Okay. I think um, the other books that I wanted to mention for Spanish, because obviously we have quite a lot of schools who are teaching Spanish who don't necessarily have a lot of cultural experience and reference to draw upon. And... I know that on my bookcase at the moment, I've got three incredible books. Okay, I've got three incredible books. Uh, I've got, and I'll let Will read them for me. Uh, Baila Flamenco, Descubre Madrid, y Semana Santa. Santa, Semana yeah. Santa. And they are three cultural books. So one about dancing flamenco, one describing Madrid, and one about the week of Semana Santa. And they're produced by a company called La Galerie. So mm-hmm. G-A-L-E-R-E-R-A. Little Linguist have definitely got them. You can order them from other places as well. The one about flamenco, well, we look at Carnival in year three and four in a big way. Mm-hmm. So you could have that book to look at and read with the children. Mm-hmm. And it's got simple sentences on it. The Samana Santa one is really for children slightly older, so year four, year five, where you're looking at the very traditional religious traditions. Yeah, I mean, all of you... Your school is you are, or your school is a religious school. It's, yeah. it's a perfect book to understand um, a little bit of religion in yeah. a different country. And uh, the pictures are very child friendly. 
the small little books. And the final one about Madrid would fit beautifully with our year five autumn two and our visit to Madrid, the city. Mm. Um, so those are my books for Spanish this time. And I'll look forward to finding more and talking to you again sometime. Yeah, well, I think we might look maybe for Key Stage 1 or German to, German. to carry on yeah. the series and maybe even some international books as well. Yeah, I um, also thought European Day of Languages might be one that people would be interested in. But yes, yeah, <laughs> so maybe, you'll, I'm sure this isn't the last book recommendation, but... Just a quick mention, like I did drop halfway through, um, we have got a discount on all books and Little Linguist, uh, and, and that's for our members, so the or premium members, and that's found on your dashboard. As you click from the home screen, you'll see dashboard, you click on that, and there'll be a rolling bar, and it will say what the discount code is across the top. Um, also, um, I will mention Brilliant Publications. They have loads of, plenty of these books, on offer as well in their stores and these are two things two places that can be accessed online equally they are coming to the conference yeah and european school books are coming to yeah it. and european school books as well are coming to um at the end of june so this month because i'll release this podcast on probably the first of june so um yeah so get, it's I, I i really think it's important to get children seeing authentic reading material, get infused by different languages and realising that they have learned something through the year. So it's a perfect time now to to introduce a book into your language learning um, to show to children that they really do understand it and start. maybe they didn't understand that book at the beginning of the year and it's a nice feeling. So absolutely get stuck in um, and uh, listen and get ready for the next podcast. Okay, bye-bye now. <laughs>